Well, good evening, race fans of the internet. Welcome back to the Talking Dirt Podcast here. Talking Dirt Podcast 4. Let's see, today is Thursday, August 10th. I know we're about a day late and a dollar short right now, but we are here. We are recording. My name is Ryan Williams, and joining me tonight, of course, the co-host with the most. Welcome back to the program, Big Papa Pridge, Matt Pridgen, here on the Talking Dirt Podcast. Matt, welcome back to the show. I know we're a day late and dollar short here recording because we had some, um, I had some technical difficulties yesterday. Um, I had some equipment bust down on me, but I guess that uh, that gave you another day to kind of figure out what you wanted to talk about this week because uh, you've been through a lot the past couple of days here. But how you doing this week, Matt? Uh, you know, doing all right. It's never fun working on a tore up race car, but you know, it happens. It's not fun working on a tore up race car. I I, I can guarantee you that. And I've had to do it before, but um. It's also not fun when your day's not going very well, and uh, today has no. been one of those days. The last couple of days have. Uh, we got on to record last night. It was uh, at a normal normal time, and and I got on. I got mad in here, and I went to uh, went to plug in all of our equipment, and um, there was a, a wire that was pretty messed up, and another an aux cable that uh, the one of the uh, one of the ends fell out of, so we couldn't record last night. So I was pretty upset about that, and. Um, and then today, dude, I've, I don't know if you've ever had this happen, but my cell phone all day long, it's been like telling me that my SIM card isn't active anymore. Like it, it'd be working, then it's not working. And like it would fluctuate every like five minutes. Like somebody would call me and I could talk to him for like two or three minutes and all of a sudden the call will drop. And like five minutes later, it'll cut back on like I got signal. And then I'll talk to him for a couple of minutes, then it'll drop again. And I don't know. I've never had this happen. I don't know if you've ever had this happen, but it is. It's. It has made my day a nightmare so far from like everybody I've been trying to talk to all day, and I just can't talk to them because um, my phone ain't working, and it's really frustrating me. But I, I that's don't unfortunate. Know, yeah, I don't know if you've ever had that happen, but uh, I guess it's uh, the. Uh, I guess it's just my luck with some things. Um, but I went and got all the cables that I needed. Technology. Yeah, dude, technology, te- technology cool, sucks, dude. All technology except for video games sucks. Uh, <laughs> well, and and the live timing and scoring systems. There's a few. There's a few good things yeah, I'll say. There's, yeah, yeah. There, there's a few good. Things. There's a few good things, and and of course we're here to talk about race racing. Pass. Yes, exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Helps. Whenever hey, it's working. Um, that we used uh, we used race pass last weekend at Sumter, and I love it. I love my race pass compared to anything else. There's just a, well, so I, much I'm used to race monitor. That's right. what we've used for years, so that's what I'm used to, uh, like the interface and everything. Oh, yeah, but Race Pass, Race Pass is nice. It's dude, it's really nice. It's got like literally everything you could need. Race Pass has everything from fantasy sports to you can you know buy tickets to uh, driver information. I mean, it shows you all your lineups and everything I'm right there. Sure one stop. If you, you have, know? if the tr- track has like a local points or something, they'll they'll yeah, show you like show the points run down like at Sumter. Y'all have to constantly, I have you to, know, yeah. post the points update, even though y'all don't post outside the top five. <clears throat> Anyways. I don't um, know outside the top five. Yeah. I, I get sent the top five, I post the top five. I know, I know. You know who's not in the top five, Matthew? Me. You. You know who's probably not going to be in the top five? Uh, you. <laughs> I mean, you might be. I don't know. You, well, I, there's still a chance I could probably make it. I just got to know how many know. points only, I got. There's only three. Uh, I can tell you right now. Hold on. I can tell you right now. If you give me one second, I'll go and pull up the uh, the document tell you exactly how many points you have and how many you need to catch. Who's in fifth? I think Brian Ridgeway. And Brian, I understand, isn't racing for the rest of the year. I hate to hear it. Yes. Well, and, and my plans were to race this weekend, especially since it's, you know, what this weekend is. We'll talk about it later. Um, but you know, it just I'm not going to be able to. Right. And um, so going to miss one more race, and maybe there, like I said, there's still a small chance I could probably be top five. Right. Towards the end of the year, but like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna break myself or stress myself out to to try to achieve that though. So we're just gonna try and if it work, if we can, we we'll get it. If not, it's what it is. So I have your total breakdown. Let's see. Where is Matt Pridge and Pridge? Where's Pridge and Pridge? Oh see, man, Johnny, you, nobody, don't, they don't know about that story. I don't think. What Pridge and Pridge? Yeah. You you wanna know what sucks? 
Oh, What's there that? you are. There you are. I found you. Okay, so you got 170 plus 160 plus 165 plus 150. You've only racial this four times? Five times? Yeah. Five times? Okay. So, I mean, you... Got My worst finish, uh, well, it's obviously okay. sixth, but other than that, I haven't finished outside of fourth. Yeah, your worst finish was sixth. You got 150 points for that. I think Please. I got two seconds Pull of fourth and sixth. Pull out your calculator. We're going to figure out how many points you got have right it. Now. Hold yep. on, wait, 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 wait. All right. All right, just because I don't want you to do long math in your head. Uh, 170 plus 160 plus 165 mm-hmm. plus 150 plus 170. What you got? 815. Huh, you know why I'm dumb? Because <laughs> if I would have scrolled all the way to the right of the document, it had the total... Oh man! Oh, you gotta stupid. leave that in. Do not edit that <laughs> no, out. No, I man. had it on. I I got the document put up on my phone, and that was a long <laughs> scroll over because he's got uh, he's got it set up, and I didn't realize it scrolled that far. Yeah, you've got eight fifteen. Um, you are one hundred. What one hundred seventeen points back of the fifth place guy? Which he ain't racing the rest of the year, so I mean, you never know. Um, you could, so, like it. I said, there's a small chance I can make it squeeze into there's the a top chance. five. Hey, that points battle right now is tight though. See, yeah, it is. Um, I posted uh, about it earlier. Dalton. James and Dalton. Yeah. They're, I think 43 points. Uh, Dalton has ever James, but the kicker is Dalton hasn't hit his, um, limit to have a drop race yet. So mm-hmm. I don't know how that's going to play out. All right, wait. So, yeah, because me and James were talking about this the other day, and now the way that it it has been, it kind of hurts the people who are, are loyal and race every weekend. So how are y'all doing the drop races? You mean if you hit, um, I th- ah, it might be 10. Um, I'm not sure exactly what it is, but then they, they drop your lowest points night. Um it's, which, which, like I said, it hurts the people that are that that can make it to the track every weekend and put points up on the board. Sort of, kind of, but it's been it's just been a thing they've always done. Um, I know, I know. Was drop races, and I mean, it's won some people championships most of the time, dude. By this stage, there's there's no battle. I mean, late models are really are. Well, I say that Extreme Four's got a good battle too. I think uh, Ledwell and Marty are like within. Hey, man. Look, my championship year was a hard-fought battle, okay? Sure was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it sure was, dude. Your cha- your championship anyway. year what oh, your championship year was fun because yeah. Oh, man. We who who else what, do you know? We didn't completed know when you were going to finish your race. Who who else do you know completed one race out there and it still won a championship? Fucking, I mean, come on. Come on now. Oh my god. Yeah, that was that was an exciting time to be at Sumter Speedway whenever Matt, the one time he finishes a race, that's his highest points of the year, and he somehow wins the championship, mm. even though only like four people were chasing it. Nobody was Actually, in there. I think nobody Banjo, was. Banjo was. They put Banjo's name in there. He only raced there once that year. I was about to say, he didn't show up once or twice in 19. He, uh, he run a couple of Blue Ridge races, but that was about it. That's Anyways. Funny. Anywho, Anyways. you were talking about Pridgen Pridgen. No, I don't think people know that story. Uh, well, I mean, we'll it's, save it it's for pretty, another day. I mean, it's a pretty easy story to tell. Oh, well, um, yeah. oh, oh well, all right. Here, let me let let's let's tell it from my side. Okay, sure, so when you it. sign up for iRacing, yeah, and you choose to use PayPal, it's going to automatically transfer your name that you have on PayPal to iRacing. And the same well, thing with your credit card or whatever. It's going to put whatever names on that credit card on your iRacing. Right. So. For whatever reason, my PayPal name was wrong from like whenever I created it. Bridge, bridge. And it, it, right, had my last name and my first name and last name slot. So for a long time on iRace, and I was known as Pridge and Pridge. Bridge and Pridge. And, and that's what, I mean, to this day, Cody still calls me that. Ryan calls me that from time to time, but. It's it's kind of like a little inside joke, but I guess so, now it's not. I guess, I I guess mean, somebody. It, it, it's fish. pretty funny. At some point, you got it fixed or whatever, but I refuse to call I you did. anything other than Pridge and Pridge. And if you hop into a race that I'm in, um, that that's that's my Pridge and Pridge. Um, but yeah, that so that's the Pridge and Pridge story. That was from what? That's been three years or so. Twenty twenty. That was, that was twenty twenty. Th- twenty twenty was three years ago, Matthew. Yep. Yep. 
Okay. Crazy. <laughs> it's, a, it's a long time. Well, no, I said that it was, was like three yesterday. years ago, and you said no, 2020. I was like, that's three years. Um, no. Yeah, it, feel, it does feel like yesterday, dude. We've been playing these games and, and uh, racing and stuff, you know, together forever now. And um, we're just getting started. Uh, we're just getting started. Speaking of Talking Dirt's just getting started, y'all. If you haven't already, uh, go check us out on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Talking Dirt. Uh, while you're over there, go to our uh, link tree. You can find our YouTube. You can find everywhere that you can find this podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, whether it be Amazon Podcasts, Spotify, whatever. Go and add that to your stuff wherever you find your favorite podcast. Make sure to rate and review the show and uh, like and subscribe on YouTube as well. That'll help us out a ton to reach other racing fans just like yourselves. Now, Matt, let's kind of get into some racing here. Uh, intro done. Let's talk racing. Because we had a really big night at Sumter, and you had a really bad night at Lakeview. Um, and I, I don't say bad lightly, because you weren't uh, happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You weren't happy. Um, now, I'll just let, I'll let you tell the story and kind of give you an open mic here. Whatever you, you know, whatever you want to say, um, because, I mean, the situation is what it is. Yeah, um, so... Um, go ahead. Ba- basically... Where I'll start off with is um, I'll start off with what, you know, just what transpired in the race. So, you know, we go out there for for hot laps. Uh, you know, the car feels pretty good. We come in, I, you know, they're very, at the very back because the water's so – or the track's so watered down and hooked up that, you know, the big motors are just absolutely screaming. And there's nothing I can absolutely – I'm – you know, bogging so bad I can't even get through the corners. But you know, it is what it is. We make it through there, uh, get qualifying. There's I think thirteen cars take a time. Yep. I qualified ninth. I think I was like, yeah, I I don't even remember what my time was. I think it was like a seventeen six, and pole might have been a seventeen flat. I can't remember. Sure. But again, the track was still pretty, you know, pretty hooked up. But um, so here's where. Where one of, where this situation of one of the reasons why I'm upset is, uh, starts to happen is um we take the green flag and we we get to racing you know everybody settles out you know and I'm we're single filed out coming out of turn two well there's some some contact contact ahead sure. and I see you guys spin out and. So I make the quick decision to to go to the bottom because he's he's sitting still. I, I mean he's far enough ahead of me. He spun out and was sitting still. I make the move down to the bottom, and this man lets go of his brakes and catches me right behind the front tire, and wow. absolutely kills the right side of my car. So like one 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 thing I do want to say is um to drivers who are you know new to the sport i guess or or people who need reminders if you spin out please 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 hold your brakes because racing is is very it's all about quick reactions and once you make that reaction you don't have time to 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 readjust if 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 someone else makes a makes a move it is is what i'm saying making sense yeah oh yeah so i mean if you spin out just hold the brakes. Once you feel that you're at the point of no return, just just, just hold the brakes. I, I mean, it, it's just that simple. Because, like I said, once someone makes their mind up to go to that lane when they see you sitting still, they're, they got to go there. I mean, it, there's no choice. And then, so once he let off the brakes, rolled into me, um, killed the right side of the car, I got to replace, uh, hang near the deck and... Well, I, not the whole deck, but I got to replace the door panel and the fender, the right ear. Um, one, like I said, one deck panel and a lot of straightening to do. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, fortunately, though, it didn't get your um your quarter panel, so thank your quarter panel still straight. Oh, thank God! <laughs> but that so thing, and, and that then, thing's been through enough then, in the past couple of years. And then here's here's the even bigger kicker. That was on a no start. Right. The guy got his position back. What? They did not say a single thing on the receiver. 
I didn't know it was a no start until I got back in the pits. Oh, wow. So, uh, you know, it, it just, if you're going to be a race director or a flagman, you got to make, uh, you know, get, throw the flat caution light on or something. I mean, you, yeah. You know, I, I mean, like, let, let we, we had this, we had this discussion at the driver's it, meeting the last time I was at some, was the, was the green flag waved? Yeah, the green flag tell. was waved. We were okay. coming around to complete lap one. Everybody was still full speed. But they were waiting until you got around to complete the lap to throw the caution, I'm assuming. No, because they called it a no start. I don't I mean, I don't know I don't know what their intentions were. Yeah, I don't know then. I mean, generally so, what most tracks do, I mean, uh, you know, let wait them till start, you come out of turn two. Come out of turn two, then throw the yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what most people do, because um, like if you do it too early, it's going to cause a big mess. If you calamity going it, into one, right? If you do it too late, it's going to cause a big mess coming out of turn four. You know. So and, I, I yeah. don't know what it is. I mean, it, you know, someone upstairs has got to get their get their mess together. Uh, I, I mean, that's just that's that's poor, you know, poor officiating. In, in, in my now, so since I didn't get to complete a lap, they did consider me starting and give me start money, but. That only puts a bandaid over what, sure. what, what, I mean, what, <laughs> that, that'll get me a tire. Um, if uh, not really going to help me fix the damage much. Sure. So just, just very disappointing, you know, and uh, I don't know. I, there, you know, and, and I'm sure they're working on it. And, you know, apparently oh, they had somebody well, new up there, but, Communication is great, it, you know. I, right. I don't, I don't know. I guess my that's that's the end of my gripe. That's the end of the rant. Rant I, over. We can talk about I good racing. Huh? Rant over, and we can we can actually we can talk about racing now. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Rant over. Uh, yeah, I hated to see that, but of course, uh, who went went on to win that race? Sean Harrell. Yeah, Sean. I don't Harrell. even know. I didn't. I didn't Sean, watch a single lap. Of Sean that race. won the race. I, you 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 we had loaded up, and I was. Yeah, I, I was, I was real Sean, mad. Sean's pretty much untouchable at Lakeview. He ended up winning that race. Um, uh, he ended up winning that one. I want to say, let's see, who ended up winning uh, Street Stock? Was it Cameron? Uh, I want to say it I was believe Cameron. So. Uh, how about them Sumter boys, baby? Boy, them Sumter boys. Uh, and now we did cut Street Stock at Sumter, so I mean, power to these hey, guys who on. didn't run them. Huh? Good on y'all. Y'all looking out for y'all local drivers because y'all know that they're they're uh yeah they're people run for the big some the people kind of told me there. you know I was dumb for doing that or how could no. I support how could I You're let looking our guys out for support other tracks I'd I'd rather see our guys go out there and make you know this bigger money than that like if they yeah. really want to do that we're gonna support them in doing that we're gonna help out you know other tracks because we're a dying breed out here Matt we're trying to be the good guy we're trying to help other people. And, uh, and that's, I think we you know, did the right that's thing. why everybody loves Sumter Speedway. I sure, mean, everybody, yeah. I, they say they, you know, you they feel like everybody I know says you, they feel like some, the officials at Sumter Speedway want you there. Oh, yeah. Well, dude, I want and, everybody and it's, there. It's, I, you know, I enjoy being there and y'all, y'all do what's right by the driver. I want to, I want to see, I want to see 200 cars. There. I want to see as many cars as possible show up at Sumter. And I want I everybody, I, go. I want everybody to feel like they are, you know, at home when they come to Sumter Speedway. Because not only do I care about each and every one of our drivers, Sissy cares about each and every one of the drivers. Cody loves them. Uh, Cody might give you a hard time, but. He does he's it out joking. of love. He's a joke. He's a joke. He's a big jokester. He's got he likes uh, you know to, he likes to pull your chain. He does, and he's got he's got a very high sense of humor. Uh, but I'm sure you really get to know him. Cody's a great guy. Other Cody, he's fantastic. Uh, he looks out for all his drivers. And, you know, all we're trying to do on a weekly basis is give our fans and give our drivers the best shows possible. Um, in front uh, of the the most fans to make the biggest impact, because at the end of the day, what this is all about for me, as I've said a million times over, is about connecting drivers to fans, building that fan base, in turn building that driver base, in turn growing the racing community for years to come. That's my biggest goal. Being in racing, around racing, involved in racing, is you know trying to grow the sport. Uh, especially around here for years and years to come. And we've seen that this year with, you know, last week, dude, I I want to say I don't have the official number, but I want to say we were close, if not 
at a record capacity at Sumter Speedway for the uh, Bob Sharp Memorial. And uh, before I even talk about it, I do want to uh, really, really thank uh, the family that came out. Um, we had a really touching moment. Uh, I was able to present them with a plaque commemorating the event. Um, and to the little girl that came and sang for us, um, uh, she was adorable. Oh, my gosh. She sang the national anthem. And the only thing that I did wrong, I didn't realize that uh, the flow had set up in, in a... So we got that. If you've ever been to something, I know you know what I'm talking about, Matt. There's that little, it's our old flag stand in the infield. It, it, we we kind of use it as, as a stage now. Um, mm. It's where Sissy does the driver's meeting from and all. Um, and I had her stand on there to sing to the crowd. I did not realize that from where the the uh, the cameraman from Flow had set up, that was a dead spot like it was blocked by the flag stand. I didn't realize that. And I wish he would have told me that. I would have, you know, either moved him or moved her. Um so that he could get a shot of her. But um Miss Pearl, she was she sounded fantastic. Uh she's definitely gonna be singing the National Anthem Force again sometime soon. That was freaking awesome. Um did you have something to add? Well well if you were keeping up with Facebook though, you saw me and Ryan going back and forth. I'm we we gonna get him to sing the national anthem. No you're not guys I promise. I Negative. promise we will. Not gonna happen <laughs> I couldn't carry we, we a tune we'll, in a bucket we'll if that tune was strapped in a bucket and the bucket but, was taped to my head. Not happening. <laughs> but also, I just I just wanted to point out that Lakeview Motor Speedway also inducted. Uh, yeah. What is it? One. Uh, I think it was three, two, three more yeah. people into the Hall of Fame. So, or into their Hall of Fame. So, um, you know, a few more people to add. That that's the name. Uh, the yeah, Johnny Ray Calhoun. Yeah. Roscoe Gasqui and Jimmy Dole. So they had all their families out there uh, before while they had us lined up uh, for Saturday night. Absolutely. Congratulations. And uh, it's kind of something I'm, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, kind of working on something like that for uh, for Sumter um, in the uh, the near future. I hope that we get to, you know, do a kind of Wall of Fame, Hall of Fame type deal. Um, but uh, back to the race in there. And, uh, at Lakeview, like we said, Sean won the late model race. Um, I'm Brian Strickland finishing second old, uh, the highway patrolman, Brian Strickland. Um, they had, let's see, what was this? Super streets. Benji Thompson won that one. Ron Pope's second, uh, Crusoe street stocks, the NASCAR weekly series. Yeah. Cameron Holloway won that one. They had, let's see, 13, 12 cars. Yeah. Loaded with Sumter drivers who will, uh, Probably most of them be at Lakeview again this week. They got another one of those NASCAR yeah. points races. I know we got a lot of guys coming. NASCAR been, street stocks. Hey, hey, I'm not going to lie to you, bro. I have been on the phones heavy trying to get some drivers to come, uh, not just this week for uh, the driver appreciation night, but for next week, the Frankie Fry race. Right. Everybody who's not going to Mississippi, I want you at Sumter Speedway. I'm telling you, everybody. I want to make the Frankie Fry race as big as possible. We're getting close to announcing the purse. It's a, nice, it's a really nice purse. Um, anybody not going to Mississippi to race the, uh, uh, street stock nationals, come to Sumter Speedway, race this Frankie Fry Memorial race. I promise you, you'll have a blast on that speedway. Um, cause I don't think I, I've ever ran this race, the Frankie Fry race. Yeah. I don't think you have either. Cause I know we've done a late model portion. Well, I mean, obviously there's late models every year, but like, uh, you know, big name the first year, 2019, uh, they held it in April. Um, and it's the race that Johnny won. Johnny won the first one. Right. And then I can't remember who won the the rest of the late model mains. Uh, there was one that um, two years ago, Blue Ridge had a race schedule for that night, and they rained it and they uh, canceled it. So at the last minute, we put up like I think like two thousand to win for it. They canceled like a day before, so we put up a bunch of money and a bunch of cars came <clears> down <throat> to race it. I don't think you were in that one either. Um, but uh, the Frankie Fry race has always been a big, uh, mainly street stock race. Um, mainly street stock. Uh, the original one was won by, uh, Andy Stewart and then, uh, Banjo pulled away with the next couple of them. And then we had Everett Dunlap come down and win two years ago. And then last year, I want to say Banjo won last year too, um, in Robbie's car. Let me actually check here. Let me go back and look at, look at that. Uh, because I do need to make a, a post about that sometime soon. Uh, but anyways, um, yeah, the Frankie Fire Memorial from last year. Let's see, street stock feature. Um, it doesn't tell me. His name is Data Unavailable, but I believe that would be Banjo Duke. 
it looks like Banjo at least. It looks like that would be him because I don't see his name anywhere else in here. Cameron finished second. Justin Hart finished third. Yeah, we had like 18 cars last year for it. So, I mean, it's always been a big, you know, street stock deal. Um, and it's going to be even bigger this year, hopefully. Um, but the cool thing from last weekend was that, um, that of course, like I mentioned a minute ago, we were live on Flow. And um, that was a really cool experience for me to be. I've been on Flow now three or four times. I've been on uh, Dirt Vision just once. And that was, um, you know, going back, going back, what, uh, driving race at Lakeview, like three years ago, I was doing interviews and such. And that was the that was the time that I worked with uh, Mr. Rick Eshelman, the late, uh, great Dirt Track Hall of Fame, or the, the Dirt Lake Model Hall of Fame announcer. <sighs> I miss I miss hearing Rick Eshelman's voice so much still to this day. And I know it's, you know, coming up on uh not long from now, it'll be a year since his passing. Um actually yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now that I think about it, goodness, yeah. It, it won't be long until it's a year until Mr. Rick's passing. Holy cow. Um but that was the one time that I met him and it was a fantastic opportunity to meet him. Um, and I'm, I'm really just rambling here, Matt. I really am. I'm just rambling on trying to fill up some time because I mean, we had a lot of good racing, but I just, I love talking about the people that I've met, you know, over the years, especially in the announcers world, you know, guys that I've gotten close to, uh, recently, obviously I'm really close to Hunter, uh, from, from Blue Ridge, um, really close to Jack Craig who covers all the Mideast stuff and hopefully he'll be back at, uh, the now ultimate Speedway Park, uh, former Friendship Motor Speedway. Jack was the uh, the normal play by play guy up there for years, um, and then I mean other guys that I'm you know still I like I enjoy knowing. Of course, now I've got a little bit of a relationship with um oh gosh uh, Mark Huey who's been to Sumter a couple times. He's great to work with. Um, and then you know I loved working with Tommy Tedder last week. Uh, Tommy, one of those guys that you know I've been listening to Tommy for years. Um, uh, and I listened to him on. He, he did Ultimate Forever, uh, hung it up a few years ago, and, and thankfully came back for this year. And uh, hope he's going to continue on with it. If not, you know, best of luck to him. And then um, I do want to, you know, send my best wishes uh, out to Mr. Eddie Pollard. Um, I saw the unfortunate news that he was stepping away from the steel blocks uh, yesterday. I, you know, I was sad reading that, um, but, but prayers up to Eddie, um, one of my absolute favorite guys in the racing world. Um, you know, he gave me my start. Eddie was part of giving me my start in, uh, announcing races. I owe a lot to Eddie. Uh, he is a fantastic man. Um, and I wish the best for him and his future, whatever he decides to do, whichever, you know, path in racing he decides to choose. Um, I hope his, you know, his health is, uh, turning in, turning fantastic for him, you know, all that stuff. I hope the absolute best for Eddie. And I really, really hated to, to read that news, uh, the other day, but, uh, there are always greener pastures. Um, Matt, you want to talk about something happy? Let's talk about stuff. That's, let's talk about happy stuff. Let's stop talking about. I want to, I want to show you. So, all right. So I don't, if you, again, if you paid attention to Facebook last week, you, uh, saw where, when we were looking to race at Lakeview, we, uh, were asking about tires. Sure. And, um, well, the reason I had asked is because I had a brand new set of, uh, crate 21s that they were not allowing, which I don't think anybody would have had a problem with. I right. literally, but you know, that's besides the fact. So we literally. went into the trash pile <laughs> to get a set of tires <laughs> in able in, in, or in order to just be a field filler and try to support the track. Right. Um, I'm sending you the picture now of what the left rear tire actually looked like when <laughs> we were about to, we were supposed to take the green flag. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's how deep into the trash pile we were that's because a, we couldn't run that our track took twenty ones that are brand done. new. So my lord, yeah. that that those tires have seen like four or five races. Oh yeah, easy. My easy. god, those are eat up. Uh, yeah. Now here's the thing, though. I will say, uh, just bouncing back and forth, you're talking about tires. That's, of course, the the new national compound. What was that? A no, three? No, no, no. That's, no? that's an American racer. Oh, that's an AR. Two. Okay. Okay. That's a Pro 2. Okay. Well, still, uh, just talking about the new national tires. Uh, first, right, I haven't I, I haven't raced them yet. I had a I had a a, a new one on my right front they, this past dude. week, but it wasn't it wasn't it was a used uh, national tire. They are slow. They, I, like I said, I don't know. They compared to 
your uh what what were people running a, a couple years ago like 13 through 1600s your d70s your you know d55s all that all that stuff these tires are so low man they were the, i think the the fastest qualifying lap time was a 15-1 on saturday night a 15-1 with super late models when you know two years or a year ago dustin mitchell ran a 14-5 these these tires are are pretty slow um but they were super even i'm just gonna go back and look at some of these times from uh from our qualifying at sumter because i mean it wasn't but let's see exactly how um exactly what the spread was here it wasn't I don't necessarily but, know how much that has to do with the tire versus track conditions though well the track was taking down rubber and should have been really fast is what i'm telling you like the track, the the track was in that state where you know how Justin ran that fourteen six earlier this year. Track was pretty much identical to that that night. I don't know if you were there or not, but track was pretty much identical mm-hmm. to that. It it by qualifying it had taken down a lot of rubber and should have been extremely fast because um, the street style or the super streets and the other classes were turning some really really good lap times. But uh, let's see, pole time was a fifteen one two. Second place was Michael Brown, 15-1-2-8. Then it was Banjo, third. And let's see, you go all the way back to your top 10, like to round out your top 10 guy. It was Justin. He was at a 15-4-5. So you had three tenths basically separate your top 10. And then it was only, what, eight tenths? So everybody's within a second of each other. Uh, the slowest car was a 16-2. So everybody's within a second of each other. So, I mean, a pretty real, a really tight field, dude. I mean, just... Some of these names that signed in at Sumter is freaking ridiculous, man. Because, um, I mean, going into this event, I knew that it had to be big. I knew that it had to, you know, everything had to go right for us to get a really good car count. And I told you all week, you know, 30 or so, 30 to 35. We ended up with 28, but it's, you know, a really, really, really good list of 28 cars. Um, you know, a lot of guys from out of state, um, of course, Willie comes down. He was your long haul from uh, Roanoke Rapids. Willie Milliken, Christian Thomas was there. Of course, Banjo, David Yandel, uh, Dylan Davis, who I'd never seen at something before. It was good to see him. Of course, Ben Watkins showed up. He's chasing an ultimate championship. He showed up in his 16 car. Then you had Austin and Justin. Austin was one of, I think, two or three 602s. Uh, Gray Parton, who actually turned fast time, and um, I got a chance to talk to him after that. Uh, really cool to see Gray come back, and uh, he was really quick in his 18 car until – I believe they made a, a bad choice on tires in the main event and had a three on the right rear instead of a four, and, you know, that kind of cost him there. Uh, Gavin Cowan was there. Hayden wasn't there this time, but Gavin was. And uh, the funny thing was, Gavin was actually um, the first car on the night. Uh, actually, no, I think Banjo did in his heat race, but still, Gavin was one of the first cars on the night that we saw get get down to the 14s, and that was in a B main. And uh, he was one of the, like, he was super quick in the B main and, and then came out in the main event and made up a lot of spots. Uh, Jordy Nipper showed up and Dennis Franklin, of course, uh, Tony Ayers, uh, downtown Michael Brown, who ended up winning the thing. Corey Gordon uh, out of Charlotte, who was really quick. Uh, Corey Gordon is great at something. Old Flash Gordon, um, he's good at something every time he shows up. Justin Mintz, of course, was there. Um, Henry Carter, uh, not a guy that I'm familiar with, but he's out of Georgia. Uh, Banks Johnson actually showed up to race with us. It was good to see Banks there. I think he um, came up a, like a spot or two short of making the main. Greg Clark was in the main event. Uh, Kale Green actually uh, made the main as well, I think. Doug Sanders was there. Anthony Sanders. Josh Richardson, who actually um, is building his own chassis, the Legacy Chassis. He's out of, uh, I think, Mooresville, somewhere up Not there. Richardson. In Richardson. No, Richardson. Yeah, Josh Richardson, who was um, – I tell this guy's story to a couple people, but uh, he – was the, I believe, son-in-law of uh, Billy Hess, who made Hess race cars. And Josh has a lot to do with uh, a bunch of other forms of racing, too. A guy that I'd love to get on the program uh, once or twice, I'll probably, you know, reach out to him uh, sometime soon, try to get him on the program to kind of, you know, shout out his stuff and tell his story a little bit. But uh, Josh got into it, and, and he started building race cars and has a really good-looking chassis uh, called Legacy Chassis. They used to be Hess, Hess cars. Um, and after Billy has passed away, Josh changed that name and, uh, is carrying on that legacy, but a really cool dude to hang out with. Uh, and I really appreciated him coming to the, the speedway. And then another driver who's been on an absolute tear this year, uh, is Adam Yarbrough, who had a really good run until some tire issues late, um, at Sumter, but it was good to see Adam come back. 
Uh, Jeff Smith was there, you know, a uh, big name in the, the regional late model racing scene. Steve Banal was there. Dalton Hodge, of course, Kevin Godwin, uh, Adam Yarborough, or I already said Adam, um, skipped it. James Murphy, of course, James was there and, uh, was just a spot or two short of making the, the main event field of 24 cars. Um, but yeah, dude, uh, absolutely amazing night. Of course, uh, downtown Michael Brown won the, the $10,000, the big, big top prize, the, uh, highest paying race that Sumter Speedway has ever produced. And, uh, you know, I talked to Banjo after and, and obviously, you know, he's always going to be that guy to beat at Sumter and whatnot. But I mean, he was, you know, it was the first night on that race car ever. Um, first night on that Bloomquist chassis. And, uh, he just kind of missed some stuff in, in, uh, set up before the main event. Uh, you know, had the car a little bit too tight, thought the track would free up a little bit, but, uh, it just, that just wasn't the case. And he had nothing for Michael. Nobody had anything for Michael. Once Michael was able to get by, uh, Adam Yarborough, uh, when Adam started having some tired problems there and, um, which now Michael's got a lot of laps around that track too mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. And, and so does, so does the guy that owns the car. I remember, uh, Mr. M- Mr. McLeod raced there all oh, yeah. the time. Yeah. Mark, I mean, Mark, he's got plenty of knowledge of the track too. Yeah. Yeah. Mark just hung it up uh, a couple of years ago. Um, after I think, I think it was right after a crash I, at Cherokee. Yeah. I think it was right yeah, after that he, crash where he ended up over the wall. The last time I raced with him, that was the, the night I finished second. He won. Right. Yeah. He, he won that race. Uh, that's when Mark hung it up. But, um, yeah, he's been going places with Michael, and for Michael, I think it was his first super win in a little over a year, and uh, he was really happy in victory lane. Hey, man. Yeah, I'm pretty sure since that World <laughs> he, Outlaw win at Cherokee last year, or yeah. was it last year? It, that that I'm was a while sure ago, yeah. But um, Michael got in victory lane and did a celebration. He threw his steering wheel, and uh, Kelly Carlton goes, somebody go pick it up. That's a $250 wheel. Somebody go get that. And <laughs> I thought it was pretty notes. funny. No, he didn't eat any corn dogs. I, I didn't think Michael was too much of the corn dog type. We'll leave that to old Motor Breath, um, old Derek Lane there, who was up at uh, Lancaster. They had a really good turnout too, man. They had like uh, 26, 27 cars uh, for Blue Ridge up there. Um, and I want to say uh, Steve Blackburn won that race uh, without looking at it heavily. I want to say Steve Blackburn won. Um uh, Miss Madison Lulier won, won a powder puff race up there. Congratulations to her. Uh, but yeah, Steve uh, won the Blue Ridge portion of the Philip Knight Memorial up there. Uh, memorial for one of my my buddy, Michael Knight, his daddy, who had passed away a while ago. Uh, he does that race every year with the Blue Ridge guys. I think it paid like 3,000 wins. That was really cool uh, to see all that. And I uh, can't wait to have you know Blue Ridge back in the house here in November at Sumter. Um we got some really cool racing uh, coming up here soon. Of course, uh, driver appreciation night this weekend at Sumter Speedway, uh, which is, you know, all the drivers get in for free. You don't pay for a pit pass. You don't pay to register a race. All you have to do is rent a transponder if you need one. I hate I'm, I hate I'm missing that. I really do. It's, I hate it's it a, too. such a good thing for the drivers, man. It is. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a fun way to give back to your drivers and, you know, put on a heck of a show for the fans because, you know, you let them all in for free and, and those drivers, you know, more of them might show up, give the fans a better show, um, which is what we're obviously hoping for. Um, and like I said, I've been on the phone with a, a lot of guys trying to get them to come down to Sumter and have some fun with us, and most of them are, so we should have a good turnout this weekend um as people get ready for next week's frankie fry memorial a couple more races that i wanted to hit on from Sumter though econo four bucky deberry got his first win in over a year as he returned to econo four he was a, an extreme four driver for years and years uh comes back hits us in econo four and gets a victory andrew stone won the super street race uh woody newman finished second robbie mooneyham finished third in that one uh michael crouch won the extreme four race over reed christensen and hayden privet and Walter Anderson won the Thunder Bomber main, followed by Tyler Smith and LJ Sonneman. Uh, congrats to all of our winners from Sumter Speedway last week. And going back to a, a couple more races at Lakeview, we talked about uh, the Lake Model race and the Street Stock race. They got a big one coming up this weekend, too. They got Ultimates at uh, Lakeview, so that's going to be pretty fun there. Um, they had the Sports I Compact. Be, I should be there this weekend, so uh-huh. I'll, I'll be able to bring a report back next week absolutely i believe uh old julio cifuentes um the little 121 car finally got his first win on saturday night so congratulations to him 
Uh, the modified feature was Colton Beasley, the winner of that one, over Cameron Norris, the fourth. And then the Stock 8 class was, I believe, Chucky Nicholson, one of our boys who raced points at something for quite a while. He's been racing Lakeview this year, and he's been doing pretty darn good as he wins in the Stock 8 class over Blaze Bryant and Derek Kemper. And I believe that's all the racing that they had there. Um, so, man, I mean, obviously, you know, a bad week for you or – a bad little bit of a week for you, but uh, I guess once you get that car fixed, I mean, hey, I'm just happy that you didn't damage my uh, my logo too much. That's the only <laughs> thing that I'm really happy about right now. Um, yeah. But this has given you a lot of time to, you know, play a lot more of the iRacing and, and get you ready for really. what, oh, well, um, I'm car. trying to do a spot here, so <laughs> let, me, let me do the spot. Let me do the spot. It, trying to get you ready for... This series that you've got coming up and this series oh, that man. I'm going to call here very soon, um, hey, working with huge. our friends over at Chicken Bone Alley, Mr. David huge. Rogers and them. Yeah, it's going to be a really big deal. Um, I know I saw the, uh, I saw the, what's it called? The flyer for it a couple days ago. The Let payout. Me go, the, yeah, the payout. It's $1,000 oh to win gosh. this series. Let me go back I and look at this flyer. I'm going to read this off to you guys. Yeah, I think it's like $25 to win each race, $5 hard charger, $5. Shows. Yeah, 1000 uh, for the time. championship, 25 to win weekly, $20 back road challenge, $5 for quick time, $5 for hard charger, and of course it's going to be broadcasted on my uh, Our Talking Dirt Facebook page. I know you're going to race in it. James is going to race in it. I'm going to be on the call for it along with – I believe David Rogers and uh, somebody else. I can't think of his name off the top of my head right now, but I'm hopefully going to do their podcast uh, next week to kind of promo that and talk to them about it a little bit more. But of course, it's uh, going to be the, I believe the Spall, the Spall, the Fall Spectacular, uh, presented by Fresh Chef. A thousand dollars to win on that one. It's going to be eight so, races in eight different disciplines, all live on Talking Dirt. I'll, I'll um. I'll go through the the schedule, but I just go want to it. point out also that the um the payout is going to be first is a thousand, seconds four hundred dollars, third is one hundred and fifty, fourth is a hundred, and fifth is fifty dollars. We're having to Not vote bad. for it right now, but that's leading that option's leading by a landslide. So I'm right. pretty confident. Well, what's, what's the uh, what's the schedule looking like right now? So I'm sorry, I'm having to scroll to find it, but go I will get it. there. All right, so. On September 12th, we're going to be in Dirt Street Stocks at the uh, Lanier's Motor Speedway. Sweet. And then the next week, we're going to be in the Asphalt Street Stocks at Atlanta. Then on the 26th of September, we're going to have a doubleheader. We're going to have Pro Late Models at Lucas Oil, and then we're going to have Asphalt Legends at Bristol. Pro Late then, Models as in Dirt Pro Late Models? Or the, yes, okay, yes, yes, gotcha. yes. So, and then on October 3rd, we're going to be in the 410 Sprint Cars at Eldora. Ooh, yeah. So, I'm not looking forward to that one. <laughs> well, it then, is all fixed set up, so you don't have to worry about that. Yeah, you just got to worry about figuring out how to the, drive them suckers. The The next week, after the Sprint Cars, we're going to be in the Cup Cars at, at Talladega, which I think is going to be fun. And then the Dirt Super Late Models at Knoxville. And then we're going to round it out at where with the Late... The asphalt late models at the uh, South Boston Speedway. Absolutely. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. And, of course, I'm going to be on the call for all of that, along with uh, two other color commentators. Um, and they've got a lot of backing for this, and it's going to be an absolute blast. I, I guess I've got to guess I gotta dust off the old, um, the old broadcasting equipment there and get ready uh, for that here in just a couple of weeks. Cannot wait for that. Um, and I cannot wait to see how you and James and anybody else that we may know ends up doing, uh, in that series, of course. Um, Matt, anything else that we need to cover here? Any news that you've seen? Of course, uh, Bobby Pierce has taken over as the number one dirt late model driver yep. in the country. Uh, congratulations to Bobby for that feat. Um, of course, RTJ is still lights out. Very, very good. Um, Speaking of those guys, of though, weeks. I was wanting to say we got isn't Kentucky or uh, Florence coming up? Mm -hmm. Florence, Kentucky coming mm -hmm. up this week. So big seventy five grand to win. Um, Absolutely, the North South get, one. Want to get two picks in? Do we want to get two picks in? Sure, I'll get some picks in for the just North just South. for the just for the big race. Just the for the big race. Okay, to win. okay, we'll, we'll get two picks. All right, I, I, go, for it. go ahead, go ahead. You, well, you it's your idea. You take the first one. All right, all right, all right. 
Well, I really don't know who races Lucas Oil for points, so I got to look it up. So you go ahead. Everybody's going to be there, man. It's the North South 100. It's one of the biggest races. Um, all right. Well, all right. For, so for my first pick, I, I will go with Hudson. Hudson. O'Neill, okay. Hudson's I been. Mean, Hudson's been good. Uh, there he's got, in the past. He's been. He's been runner up so many times here lately and finishing on podiums. I mean, he's got. Right. He's going to pop out with a big one here soon. I, I well, can feel it. I think is. I think it's going to be this weekend. That, that's going to be uh, my pick. Well, talking about the North South One Hundred Florence Speedway, of course, Josh Rice is very good at Florence. Of course, uh, Brandon Overton has been very good at Florence. Uh, Chris, uh, Chris Ferguson, Chris Madden's good at Florence. JD's good at Florence, uh, but right now you got to ride the hot hand. I think uh, my first pick, I'm going to go RTJ um, easily, just because. Just because every you know three day show this year we have seen. The first two nights, other people may win, but come Saturday night, come that hundred lap main event. RTJ has just been the guy, you know, where it was, where it was two years ago, Overton, where it was one year ago, you know, Davenport this year, it is RTJ. So I think that uh, Saturday night he'll be, uh, he'll be waving the big checks or be waving that checkered flag on top of the car, collecting the big check. Excuse me. All right. So that's, that's who you going with. All right. Well, um, who is my second? Because they, see, they're racing tonight. I think they're just they they just got done with the 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 B mains. Sure. Um. Oh man, who am I gonna pick? Oh Lord, I guess I'll choose Bobby Pierce for my second. Bobby Pierce, I mean, not bad, not bad. I'm not sure, you know, how good he's been at Florence. Um, I mean, he won his heat race tonight. So did he really? Heck yeah, that's awesome, man. So your heat race winners tonight so far are um, your heat race winners tonight: Michael Chilton, uh, Nick Hoffman, oh Bobby Pierce, uh, Matt Cosner, Hudson O'Neill, uh, EPJ. They had eight heat races. Thornton. Oh yeah, and how uh, many cars Thornton. do they have? And uh, Brandon Overton won Heat 4. They have 61 cars. Oh, my gosh. And and on on Thursday night, imagine how many is going to be Saturday. Dude, oh, my gosh. All right, so you took took Bobby Pierce pick two? Yep. All right, you took Bobby Pierce, and you've got Hudson, right? Yep. So you got Hudson and Pierce. I've got RTJ and Curveball. Josh Rice. I think this is his home track. Yeah. He's been really good here in the name. past. Oh my gosh. I he, wish I had thought you know, that. had yeah. that side by side finish a couple of years ago at the North South and came out second. I think that yep. this could be the opportunity that Josh Rice really needs. Uh the last time that he was, you know, prominent, he was banging the boards down at Eldora and came up one lap short uh two years ago of a big prelim win. Uh but I think that this weekend could be the weekend that Josh Rice finally gets it done uh, in the North-South 100 on home turf there. Uh, some other big names are up there. Garrett Smith, who we haven't seen a lot this year. He was the um, Dirt Track World Champion last year. Uh, Spencer Hughes out there chasing the uh, Rookie of the Year for the Luke Soul Late Model Dirt Series. Uh, Doug Drown's there. Man, there's a lot of really good names here. Mike Marler up there, another guy that I could have taken. Uh, Tyler Bruning. Uh, Dale McDowell, another guy I probably should have taken. Um, he's really good. Dalton Wilson, who's been having a tremendous year, um, had a really good run at Cedar Lake, uh, last week with the world of outlaws. And, uh, this week back with, uh, Luke soul at, uh, at Florence, of course, Ryan gusted up there, man, 68 names here. Just, just to hit a few Hudson, Tyler herb. Uh, how about the thrill Vic Hill? He's up there. Um, then a lot of guys, man, just, just two minute name, Jimmy Owens, uh, David Brazil's back with him. Chris Ferguson's up there. Corey Hedgecock's there. Uh, Bobby Pierce, of course, uh, just reading off the big names here, Tim McCready, Brian Shirley, Kyle Bronson, EPJ's up there, JD, uh, Garrett Alberson, you know, there are just so many, so many guys up there. I want to say, let's see, was that Ross Bales? I see Ross Bales is up there. Ooh, if Ross Bales is up well, there in the Nichols car, that will be interesting. Josh Rice finished second in the heat, his, uh, heat two group, a heat two to, uh, Nick Hoffman. Oh yeah, Nick Hoffman's another good one to watch too. I really enjoy watching uh Nick Hoffman race his machine now. Um 
so yeah, gonna be gonna be a blast to watch that. I'll be I'll be watching along on Saturday night up there in the tower at Sumter Speedway. Uh, while we've got our event going on, I'll be watching some of the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series. Um, anything else here, man? I know we're we're drawing to a close. We got one more segment to go in the program. Anything else that you want to hit before we get to our uh, Mount Rushmore for the week? Oh Lord, I'm not prepared. You are not prepared. All right, all right, all right, all right. Do you want? Okay, I'll give you the option here. Do you want number one or do you want number two? What? The first pick or the second? No, uh, no, pick? no, no. Do you want Mount Rushmore number one or Mount Rushmore number two? I I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, number one is the you. one that we announced last week, and number two is the one that I talked to you about earlier this week. I don't remember either one. <laughs> okay, well, let's just <laughs> oh, dude, stick with I number have a bad one. Memory. We'll stick with number one. We'll go with the, the Mount Rushmore of concession stand food. I know you don't eat at concession stands uh, much, um, but you have got to have uh, well, been I mean, to I, I'll, I'll have some NASCAR races in the past. You've been to plenty oh, of no, dirt don't tracks. Go, don't go to the concession stand at NASCAR races. I know <laughs> it's, it's expensive, but there are certain things that I love to you get. You want to pay $15 for a medium one-topping pizza? <laughs> I mean, that might be And $5 one. for a that, sweet That tea. might win you the whole draft, big dog. It really, really might. It might win you the whole draft. So anyway, anyway. I think um, I think I went first last time. So I will turn it over to you, and I will let you take the first pick off the board this time. This is the Mount Rushmore of concession stand foods. Dun, 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 dun. Go. All right. So one of my most memorable concession stand snacks at a racetrack would have to be this... Um, this thing of nachos and cheese and chili I had from Cherokee Speedway before the Cash Money 100. Yeah. And okay. it had jalapenos in it. Okay. So I'm going to go nachos, Great chili track, cheese, nachos. Okay. and jala- the jalapeno. Got to have the jalapenos, though, man. I will tell you that that was, um, that was one of my first concession stand memories. Um, Darlington back in like uh, 2005, maybe. I had some of those, and at the time, I had never experimented with spicy foods, and I didn't know oh, what jalapenos yeah. were. And I found out real quick, Papa, what the uh, the jalapenos were all about. Uh, that was that was a fun time. Um, okay, it's a good first pick, good first pick. Um, and I will counter that um, with my one one. It's gonna just an absolute classic, a staple at um at pretty much every dirt track in the country at every racetrack in the country uh everywhere really i'm gonna go ahead and just take the the your your basic breaded chicken tender um your basic chicken tender is is going to be taken off the board here i mean it's just it's it's simple it's point blank simple even though i will say um i do prefer a different form of chicken in, in my concession stand food but i think that uh, overall, the chicken tender is more popular. Yeah, the chicken tender is a good choice. I I think that's that was going to be my next pick. So, all right, let's see. You took chicken tenders. Now there are certain tracks that have certain foods, different that things. Yeah, for. no, you could definitely oh, go that man. direction. Hey, man. You can't go wrong with a good fried bologna you sandwich. Oh, you oh man, that's where I was if going they next. serve them, fried bologna. Fried bologna not, sandwich. With cheese, not just any cheese. You got to have that hook cheese, man. You got to, yeah, you got to have the good cheese. And it's got to be the oh thick cut bologna. It can't be just it's a regular It's got to be like a half inch slice. So Matt's going bologna sandwich. Fried bologna. Fried bologna. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, fried yeah, bologna. Fried bologna. Got to be fried. The fried bologna. I know. Well, uh, Lakeview does a good fried bologna sandwich. Cherokee does a good fried bologna sandwich. Um, there's a few others. I want to say that uh, Screvin does one. Now we're not going to count Screvin foods here because they have a whole like. Uh, you've ne- you've never been to Screvin, but Screvin has a whole like buffet. Well, um, I had to. I went to Cherokee that one time, and they had pretty much like carnival. Carnival foods and stuff up well, there. Yeah, cakes um, and all sorts of like candy. I mean, they kind of count because I mean, some tracks do funnel cakes and and other stuff. Um, so I mean, we'll we'll count that stuff if you want to. Um, but my pick two is a an absolute staple 
uh, at your home track, and I love to get it every time that I'm there. Um, we're going to go ahead and take off the, the chicken no, bog bowl, no, no, no. baby. The we're what? taking the chicken bog bowl. Okay, 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 okay. We're taking the chicken bog bowl because I love uh, – they do a great job with that up at Lakeview. and I, I'm fine I love, with that, yeah. I love the chicken bog bowl up there. What you got for pick three? All right, so this one's track specific as well oh, from God. the same place. Oh, God. Little D do- Little D's donut shout out. To my boy I don't know if that counts, but I'll let you have it. Ah, yeah, we got to man. They're at the Le- he's at Lakeview every race. How can you not count them? These mini donuts taken off the board by ah. Matt. Okay, I'll let you. I'll let you slide. I'll let you. Now slide. I do make it a point to go get that every time I'm at Lakeview. I have to get get some donuts from them, man. They right. they're just so good. They you got if you haven't tried the French toast, you got to try that. I tried the Reese's one for the first time. All right, man. No free weekend. shout outs. No oh free shout God. outs. There, Daryl doesn't pay me. No free shout outs. <laughs> I know his friends. His friends. Okay, so if we're going if we're going brand specific, then um, I was going to go uh, the fifty cent pickle, uh, but I will change that and I will go pops pickles. Uh, uh, people who go to tracks around the Carolinas, mm-hmm. you know pops pickles. Uh, you know you know what they about. You know what they got. You know it's good. So we're going to go pops pickles with pick number three. And or the fifty cent pickle that you get from the concession stand. Mm-hmm. Mm, all right, last so pick. Final, last pick. Here we go. Final pick. I don't know how this is still on the board. So this is an absolute steal. But you cheeseburger, man. Okay. Okay. Cheeseburger. That's I'm not be, a big cheeseburger. The track guy. You know. I'm. I. I never have been. Um. And I mean that might be bad on me, but I've never now, I, I've I never thought I want a cheeseburger at the track. I don't know if this is just me. Ever since I was little, like even when my dad raced and he raced asphalt a little bit too. Okay. And even to this day, the best cheeseburgers ever made come from asphalt racetracks. Not like NASCAR. No. Local like Timminsville, Dillon, okay. whatever a- asphalt tracks y'all got over there. I I don't know what it is. The cheeseburgers are always amazing. Yeah, I feel like it, it, it to me at least. So I don't oh. I don't know why that is, but cheeseburger for sure. Okay, you've kind of left the door wide open for me. You see, mm. so far I've got chicken tenders, chicken bog, and uh, the pickles. And you've you, got you just need to stay stay with stay with the trend there. Stay with the trend. What's the trend? Chicken? Chicken. Pick, chicken. Pickles ain't got nothing to do with you chicken. Like chicken. Well, <laughs> I mean, and you've got you nachos, a bologna sandwich, many donuts, and you've taken the uh the cheeseburger off of the board. That sounds very unhealthy. I <laughs> it sure does, big boy. <laughs> now there's a lot of ways that I can go with this. Of course, you can go, you know, um, you can go the French fry route. Some tracks have good French fries. Uh, you can go the bowl peanut route, but I'm not going to do that. I'm a little no, too superstitious for the bowl peanut route. Can't do that at a route. racetrack. Um, Get that out of here. Yeah, Get those out of here. Sorry, we don't need sorry, those. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Not at a racetrack. <laughs> I was just joking. Oh man, where do we go from here? Because uh, you know some tracks do snow cones, um, mm-hmm. and that's you know a really good option here. I'm trying to think what else um, other tracks do besides ours. Um, Mm. Chicken sandwiches. Uh, we're gonna stay away from chicken. I think I think I'm done. I think I'm done with chicken. Um, <laughs> I think I'm done with chicken. Um, but I will kind of stay in the same range because you brought in the D's mini donuts, and while I was up at um, oh, do I want to go there? Do I really want to go there? Or do I, I want to go with what's tried and true? It is my absolute favorite, but it goes right back to freaking chicken oh man bear with me here let's uh. see oh <laughs> gosh you know it's screw it my absolute favorite my favorite thing at our racetrack what i eat just about weekly i will go in there and clean them out of the sumter speedway chicken wings Dude, I don't know what they put in them chicken wings, but they are the absolute best chicken wings that I've ever tried. They are like, uh, it's like mildly buffalo wings, but they got just enough kick and they're just crispy enough 
They're fried. They're delicious. They're mm-mm good. They, they're freaking, Look, oh my God, they're so good. Brad, if you haven't tried Brad, them, please try I'll it. I'll tell out. you what. I'll tell you what. Let's just constitute all three of those choices. Just put them on your chicken and just choose two more. <laughs> label it all under just chicken just put chicken it's cheap and it's good all right get off my back i got chicken tenders chicken bog chicken wings chicken titties chicken nipples all of it (laughs) all right all right oh i'm losing my mind matthew i'm losing my mind this is my bedtime it's my bedtime i may cut that out i may not i don't really care anymore so I got everything chicken. Matt's got all the unhealthy stuff. He's got nachos, bologna sandwich, mini donuts, cheeseburgers. I got chicken, 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 and chicken. Um, <laughs> no, I got uh, chicken tenders, chicken bog, pickles, uh, pops pickles, to be precise, and chicken wings. Y'all let us know down in the comments which you prefer. Um, and if it ain't chicken, you ain't healthy. But I, I kind of commend Matt here. This was a bad idea. I will admit that. Um, because, um, I like everything that Matt chose and I don't think Matt likes anything that I chose. So, um, <laughs> that is our Mount Rushmore for the week. Next week, it's going to be fun. And I'm going to have to go back through the think bank on this one. And Matt is too. the Mount Rushmore of dirt track beefs. Okay. The Mount Rushmore of dirt track fights we're going to do mm. next week. That's going to be fun. I can think of a lot of them already. So we're going to have actual fun fights with that one. or just beefs beefs like people mad at each other they can fight they cannot okay. fight but it, you know rivalries we'll say dirt track rivalries Rivalry. um so i guess that will wrap it up for this week's episode of the talking dirt podcast I've, i'm working on some uh, really cool guests here uh for the next couple of weeks so y'all stay tuned uh with that one um uh, but in the meantime, in between time, go ahead, check us out on Facebook. Like I said earlier in the program, facebook.com forward slash talking dirt. Check us out on YouTube at talking dirt TV everywhere else. Find us on social media, tag us. And, um, I guess for Matt, I've been Ryan. This has been another episode of the talking dirt podcast, and we will be back next week, wherever you find your favorite podcasts. <laughs>